0: Sirius XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. And good afternoon, everybody! Swung on. There it goes! Deep left, it is high! It is far! It is gone! Number 62 to set the new American League record! Aaron Judge hits his 62nd All the Yankees out of the dugout to greet him. Just think of it. Three Yankee right fielders the Babe hitting 60 and 27 the Jolly Roger hitting 61 and 61 and now Aaron Judge hits his 62nd home run the most home runs any American leaguer has hit in a single season. And the American League has been alive for 120 years. This is Judgment Day. Case closed. Yes, sir! Nice to have you with us. Kicking over broadcast day on a great series, XM. 80. Hello. Hi, everybody. Yours truly as we chat, Colin Schmelling and Erickson Along the way here on this uh, Wednesday program on the great series, XM, your telephone number, you know it, of course, 888-Mandog6, we uh, talk to you about what's going on in water sports. Well, thank goodness, put it away. He carried baseball here these last two, three weeks without a tremendous amount of juice and uh, postseason play. Some Braves, Mets, but for the most part, not a ton of juice. Judge, of course, did it. Uh, you know, I. we've been talking about it for weeks and weeks and weeks. I'm not too sure what else to tell you, but what I've always maintained and I'll say it to the I'm in the grave. He is the home run king single season. That's all there is to it. Uh, it's not Bonds. It's not Maguire. It's not Sammy Sosa. It's Aaron Judge. Uh, that's Now, was it the same hoopla that we saw in 61? No. Was it the same hoopla that we saw in 98 with Maguire Sosa? No. Was it even the same hoopla we saw in 2002, only four years after Maguire, by Bonds? Probably not. Although that Bonds thing didn't have a lot of hoopla. People were tired of the home runs and hated Bonds. So it wasn't like it was a huge deal. Uh, And this has not been a huge deal either. I mean, let's be honest. This is, yeah, we're jaded. Um, The record's been broken three times in 20-something years. Uh, You know, I mean, a lot of people think that Bonds is the single-season home run king, even despite the steroid acquisitions. So, I mean, uh, there's a lot of negatives here where maybe it didn't really resonate as much as, it say, it did, you know, 24 years ago, of course, in 61, where the whole world watched except, of course, in New York where they all want a manner to break the record. But you get the idea. Um, uh, you know, it wasn't quite the same. You know, I got a little bored with it later on here. He had been up an awful lot the last 12, 13 games. I mean, it was almost at the end of the day. Let's get it done and be done with it. Almost felt a little bit like that last night. Uh, I watched, obviously, the first at-bat. I saw most of the at-bats at Torrey's mansion there in the afternoon. And so as a result, uh, you know, he put it the way he said, great things in a game. He brought up the Bambino, he brought up Roger Maris. Uh, he's handled himself very well as a Yankee. The team does love him, and you can tell that they do. He doesn't have a ton of he doesn't have a ton of ego. I don't think he cares so much. I think he's really more wrapped up on winning than anything else. I think he's happy that he did this. Don't get me wrong, but I think he just uh, you know he rather win a championship, truth be told, and it's good for the sport. It's good the judge did it. He, uh, you know, I saw, i tell you one thing I picked up on as I discussed this yesterday. I realize now how hard it was for Maris because, you know, judge was pressing here uh, in the last week or so, 10 days or so, and the whole world was rooting for judge uh, you know, he'd already got the 61. You know, everybody was all excited for him and rooting for him. Maybe that makes it harder. I think Maris realized that, you know, half of New York didn't want him to do it. A lot of Yankees didn't want him to do it, rooting for Mantle. And, of course, the commissioner didn't want him to do it, Frick with the asterisk, and throwing the fact that he's following the Bambino. I mean, he's breaking uh, a babe's record. I mean, Judge's breaking Maris's record. You know, a good player, not a legend. Ruth's a legend. So they didn't see Maris as worthy of Ruth. I think a lot of people see judges worthy for Maris. So, I mean, from that standpoint, uh, it, it it would be a little easier, but you can imagine, now you know why the hair fell out of Roger. He got, he got uh, surly with the press, because you know, a lot of pressure. He's breaking Ruth, not his own record, which is harder. Ruth, and of course, uh, you know, Manos is teammate who hit 54 homers that year I've gotten a new appreciation of what Maris was going through late that season in 61 And of course Frick doesn't help matters in July by saying if you don't do it 154 games it's not a real record so that made it worse you know Manfred hasn't said that so from that you know he didn't say well the record's 73 so who cares what judge does he's let guys like me and you figure that out for ourselves and baseball has done that over the last 20 years and we can argue that all day but the bottom line is judge doing it was uh, it's good for the sport Uh, you know they have nothing going on in day 162 it's the first time in a long time that I can recall now most of the time the last day of the regular season is on a Sunday but this is the I I can't recall as little going on in a sport as I see today I mean there is nothing to do I mean we all know the Phillies are in St. Louis are playing the Mets. The Braves have won the NL East. We all know that Seattle now is in Toronto. Tampa's going to be in Cleveland. The Blue Jays have the home field. Judge has got his 60 second home run. He's not going to get the triple crown. Not in the lineup this afternoon. I mean, there's nothing going on. I mean, I mean, they might as well even play the games. I mean, I've I've never I've never in my, in a long time, I'm sure it's happened, but at least since I've been here, I don't recall ever a last day of the season have as little meaning as this day does. Now, Maybe that bodes well for a tremendous postseason and a great tournament. The great thing about baseball is their postseason doesn't slog on like the NHL and the NBA, where it takes them two and a half weeks to play the opening round in both those sports. I mean, baseball in two and a half weeks, you almost be done. Baseball, it's in and out. It, this postseason will start on Friday. That's it. Postseason starts on Friday, and the World Series will start three weeks later, and the World Series will end. The postseason ends in three and a half weeks. It's so much better than the base, than the other sports. Football is good, too. Uh, but baseball is so much better than the other sports, the winter sports. Their postseason moves. It's quick and everything else. And you'll be, you know, on Halloween, we'll be at Halloween before you know it, and we'll have a new champ. But I've never, maybe not a new champ, maybe the same old champ, who knows, with Atlanta. But the, the issue is I have never started a broadcast, and I've done Sunday shows now for about a decade on the TV, uh, last day of the season. I can't recall every day with less meaning than we have today. Hey, there's nothing going on. The Braves fl- clinched the deal last night, uh, getting out of an eighth inning. And the, despite the fact the Mets won a doubleheader, Judge hits the home run. You know, the Blue Jays knocked off the Orioles. Tampa didn't help trying to catch Seattle. Philadelphia didn't care about Houston. Milwaukee, I mean, there's nothing happening. So we'll just bide our time for the next two days, and we shall see uh, where we are here as far as uh, the postseason is concerned. And as we begin, and I won't be with you tomorrow, I will be with you on Friday. Friday, we're going to begin the show with Alex Cora of the Red Sox at 3 o'clock on Friday. So there'll be one game near the end on Friday, the Indians in Tampa, Guardians in Tampa. But Cora will start uh, Friday at 3. I will not be here tomorrow. Linda's in for me. So uh, I won't do it tomorrow. So uh, I'll I'll do it quickly now before we take our first break. To me, there are five teams— that, as I've said to you before, that I think you uh, give legitimate chances to be matched up or win a world championship. That's the Mets, Braves, Dodgers, and the NL, and that's the Yankees and the Astros in the American League. I I don't know any of the other teams that is going to upset the apple cart with those five. I mean, you know, Toronto's dangerous with their offense. Obviously, Seattle's got some good pitching. You never downplay the Cardinals. But, I mean, uh, I I just don't know if any of those other teams are gonna crack the big five. I really don't. And you gotta remember this too: the one and two seeds in both leagues are going to, and it's the way that it should be, are going to have a huge advantage beginning next week. All these teams that are playing this weekend now they might gain a little momentum. By getting through the series in the best of three, but these teams are going to blow their pitching staffs out. I mean, the Mets if they beat the if they beat the Padres and it takes three games, they're going to start the NLDS in LA with Taiwan Walker. What? I'm not knocking Taiwan Walker, but that's a that's a problem. That is a major problem. The Guardians if they go three games against Tampa. God knows who's going to start their series at Yankee Stadium against, you know, it should be Severino or Cortez. I think because he makes so much money, it's going to be Cole. But think about that for a second. They're going to start with the fourth starter. They only have three good pitchers. uh, Now they're going to have their fourth starter in game one. Furthermore, these teams are going to have very few days off. Let's look at the Mets. Mets, Padres, three days. They'll be off Monday, and they'll be off a travel day Thursday, and that's it of weeks and they're going to play the Mets if they win the pennant and it goes the distance could play 15 games in 18 days so you can make an argument I mean look at the Astros let's say Toronto goes 3 against Seattle to advance they play Houston who's going to start Tuesday against the Blue Jays with Verlander and Valdez and the Blue Jays have already used Manoa and Gaussman and that's a major problem in a short series. So the top, the teams that play this weekend are going to be at a major disadvantage, you would think, at least on paper, against the teams that obviously uh, have had five or six days off. But I would be very, very surprised if any of the teams from Friday, Saturday, Sunday are going to upset the Apple Car come World Series. I think the dangerous team of the Mets— Although I don't know quite how they're going to respond, not being in a wild card situation, I think the Mets with their with their live pitching and the fact they won 100 games, I think they're dangerous, and I think Seattle's dangerous in the American League only because they got some good starting pitching. Those are the two teams. I don't see the Indians, Guardians beating the Yankees. I don't see Toronto beating beating Houston. Uh, I certainly don't see Tampa doing anything. I don't see the Phillies doing anything. I mean, uh, I, I could, the Mets, of course, we know, and Seattle. Now, I don't want to call the Mets a, a dark horse because I'm going to be a dark horse when you won 100 games. Seattle's a dark horse. But I would be shocked if one of those, if some combination of those fives, not in the World Series, and then finally the game times this weekend, I rooted like hell. But well, here's what you want: uh, Let's all together as a family root against Steve Tory, and he loves the baseball playoffs, and that's going to drive him crazy on the football on Sunday, and the series he cares about are the Mets. That's the one he cares about. So the Mets on Sunday will play at four o'clock if the Cods and Phils play a third game. So this is what we want first and foremost for Sunday's broadcasting. When Steve's doing uh, the NFL now on Sunday with Lekas and breaking down Niners and Panthers late in the afternoon, we want to make sure the Cods play at night and the Mets play at four. That way he he can't watch the Mets. Uh, Nick, uh, uh, Nick uh, what's his last name? Uh, the football producer? Pavlados. Oh, Nick Pavlados will have a conniption if he thought Steve was off the football on Sunday. So I'll make sure Nick knows. Keep an eye on Tury. Don't let him cheat. So that would hurt him. And he told me today, well, I get home and watch the night game. Well, this is what I'm going to organize. I am going to put together uh, the Chris Christie Memorial Traffic Jam on Sunday on the West Side Highway. I will put together a traffic jam Uh, For the ages. Now, if you get hurt, so be it. For the ages, because I got to make sure Steve walks in his door at about 11.35 and all the baseball is done for the day. That's what I got to do. I'll still take Mets-Astros World Series. It's a reach with the Mets. I'll still take Mets-Astros.